Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to another edition of the PowerCat Overtime Podcast. It's Friday, and if you're listening to this on Friday, you better go get the special. If you're not a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com, we're having the amazing 75% off special. And I know we're running a lot of specials, but the reason is 24-7 is growing like crazy, so we keep inviting people to the party. Football season is apparently going to take place. It sounds like it's going to take place. And when it does, all of us at Go Powercat will be cranking out amazing coverage, just like we've done through the years. You'll want to be able to access our VIP coverage. And getting 75% off your first year is incredible. Subscribe. The special's up right now. Ends Friday night, midnight Eastern, which for you that don't know what that means, it means 11 o'clock Central. Or if you're in the mountain time zone, 10 or on Pacific Coast, 9, but you probably wake up earlier because it's beautiful and you live in the Pacific Coast. Anyhow, the special's amazing. You need to be part of Go Power Cat. There's a lot of stuff out there, and honestly, it's just kind of stuff. You want to get to our VIP coverage and, and get plugged into everything we share with our subscribers and get to the message board where we're actually having civil discussions on controversial topics. It's an incredible thing. We're sponsored by The Fridge, speaking of incredible things. And they uh, have uh, done very well during the pandemic because all of us need their assistance. Support The Fridge by downloading that app and just ordering your booze right off there, drive up, they put it in your car, and you go home. Uh, They don't want you drinking that booze before you get home. That's not advised just to crack open a cold one behind the wheel because that's illegal. But The Fridge is legal, and it's wonderful. That was a strange read. Get to the fridge. That was odd. I don't know where I was going with that. So far, so good. That's You know, sometimes I I just find myself uh, saying stuff about the fridge, and I'm like, I don't know what this, how this in any way promotes people to go to their business, but they seem to enjoy it. So there, the fridge. They sell liquor while we're in clothes. Zach, uh, questions on a scale of one to Wowza. How how are our questions this week? Uh, decent. I don't know where that falls on the scale. Yeah, I don't Pretty know. Pretty solid, uh, yeah. solid week. I'm not sure what the but decent sounds like a, a wow. You know, just kind of wow. Not, not a wowza. Wow. Not even a wow. Just a wow. Okay. But we'll, we'll get it done. We'll be entertaining. Gills will insult me and we'll move on to the next topic. That's how this <laughs> podcast is working out as of late. But it's great. 
Hold on. Did I introduce All us? Right. I didn't introduce us. Tim Fitzgerald, oh. Zach Carlson, Ryan Gilbert. That That's who's talking. That's See, part of my hosting duties, it was uh, talk about the special, talk about the fridge, and introduce us. I got two of the three, so get off my back. If George Brett hit 667, uh, you would remember him forever. Not about being perfect. It's about being okay. And I'm okay. Go, Zach. All right. As a reminder, these questions come from our users from Wabash Station. You can ask us questions for just $27 for the next year <laughs> if you sign up on our special. I got to drill this home. $27, and you can ask us whatever you want on these podcasts. If you have not subscribed, sign up today. Get it done before 10.59 on Friday night. Uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday or Sunday, you're out of luck. But still, come join us. Come ask us questions. Come hang out. And I'll even say that you're new if it's your first time coming to the podcast. Anyway, starting us off is Ema Wildcat 82 Is Ryan Gilbert in the background of any of those pool party shots from Osage Beach? And what is your fastest recorded speed on Lake of the Ozarks? And he says his is 80 miles per hour. That's fast in a boat. I was Did not you there, social sir. distance? You were I was not socially distanced with my friends and family, the lake house, but it was not at, what was that, uh, Coconuts. We were not there, so. Oh, it's that, I mean, yes that bar no. was called Coconuts? Yeah. Do they have coconuts on the Lake of o the Ozarks? I don't think they do. No, I don't think it's so. fake news, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the place was Coconuts. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Say when. What's funny to me is they're trying to get people to social distance or, you know, quarantine for two weeks after that. It's like, you know, the people that are there are definitely not going to be the types to right. you know, follow those rules. So I thought that was funny. Is your employer in the know that you were at Lake of the Ozarks? Are they going to say, hey, you were a naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> you don't get to deliver our pizzas. You're a naughty boy. Oh, you're talking about Pizza Hut. Well, I guess I'm okay with Fitz since I'm not near him. But oh. I think Pizza, I don't think they know. Okay. No, I'm trying to keep my job. This. That's cool. I got this job in jeopardy because I, you know, boss around my boss too much. And now, boy, I might be unemployed. It's tough times out there. You're lucky to have a job and you have two mediocre jobs. So congratulations to you. <laughs> hey, at least, I, at least I got jobs. All right. From KNED, which was the least welcomed, Eco Cat, the Power Towel, Willie Guitar Chant, or the social distance orders at Party Cove? <laughs> well, those people wow. gave no you-know-whats. They just like, hey, it's a fake virus. Let's go dance in a pool and pee on each other. What did he say? Because that's what happens in those pools, people. I Like my buddies, get in the pool when we're in Vegas. I'm like, dude, nobody's getting out to pee. Where do you think it's going? Weirdos, you're swimming around hey. in each other's pee. You pee if hounds. The chlorine is, I know. If the chlorine's one part per million, you're good to go. It'll kill it. It'll turn it's pee fine. right into crystal clear water. Uh, That's the thing. Even if we weren't going through pandemic, I wouldn't want to get in that pool no matter what. I know. Like, I have issues yeah. getting into that lake. That lake is you know, nasty. You can't even see your feet once you're inside the water. But that pool, no thanks. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, you know, I'm, I'm decidedly anti-coronavirus. I don't know if that's a controversial stand. 
um, or that puts me on the fringes. But I'm against the coronavirus. I think we need to be socially distanced as best we can. We need to wear masks when we need to, particularly in interior spaces. Uh, and so, yet, with all that said, EcoCat is the answer. I hated that yeah. thing more than the coronavirus. EcoCat, trying to be socially conscious to raise school spirit. Go team. That's not right. It was the worst thing that K-State has ever done, Yep, I think. Um, the best, though, of that list is definitely the power towel because we oh. get Marcus Watts oh. telling us not to forget our power towel and to bring it to every game. We should, and particularly uh, coming up this season, the power towel in a pinch can be used as a mask. Don't forget your power towel. Bring it to every game. Don't forget your power towel. Ooh. Yeah. That would be great. Bring your power towel. Superstore made up a whole bunch of masks that said power towel on them. I like it. Bring it to every game. And we can have the play. Fling it off. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'd I'd like to have a new generation of players. Skyler and Wyatt Hubert to stare in the camera with no emotion and say, bring it to every game. (laughs) We should. It'd be funny if they made a throwback video making fun of the power tower. Oh, no. They did that. That'd be great. From Eric Black DV, during this coronavirus time frame, how frequently in your day-to-day life do you absolutely forget what day of the week it is or what month it is? Yeah. Guys, is that happening to you? Uh, Gilsey, I imagine yeah. with kind of a structured schedule at Pizza, you kind of keep track of it, but... Not really. really. I'll be honest, no. Like, what day even is it right now? <laughs> it, had to make that joke. It's, uh, uh, it's one of those. It's one of the seven. I've got it. It ends in day, right? Yeah. Yes, it does, I think. Memorial I, Day kind of threw things off for me. It doesn't feel like Thursday today. It feels like Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. That's always what happens after that. Well, but <clears throat> it's helped me because... I have a different podcast task four days a week. You know what I mean? So I know on this yeah. day I'm working on the life of fits and then I'm working on the questions and then I'm working on the life of fits and then I'm working on the overtime. But the problem is now I just finished the last twice weekly week of life of fits and we'll go to weekly the rest of the summer. Um, get us to 30, 32 episodes before we kick into football. Hopefully, hopefully. So uh, I will be lost most of the summer. I I think the biggest thing, though, that will help us all keep track of uh, the calendar is D. Scott has scheduled a vacation. So (laughs) we know that uh, for one week in June, uh, the guy who carries the weight is going to be gone. So we're going to all have to pitch in and help out. We live in dread of this. And yet we somehow know that the vacation gods will not let him go. He had flights canceled last year. He's had stuff happen. He had a vacation in three years. Keep in mind, he can take vacations. It's not like his boss will, no, you can't take a vacation. He just can't get away. It's not been a good stretch. Pray for Scott's vacation. D needs a break. But pray for us because then what's going to be on the site? For me, it's not. It's it's pretty much the same. In the summertime for me, days are days. Like it doesn't there isn't anything in any week that 
kind of sets, you know, the tone for what day it is, I guess. Um, especially with no sports, you know, like no Formula One. I'm not waking up early on a Sunday to watch a race. Um, stuff like that. I think the the time of the year that I'm most in tune with what day of the week it is is football season because every Saturday you're you're at a game. Yeah. So, like even when basketball season starts in January and February, I don't know what day of the week it is. Football so matter structured. If the game's on a on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Saturday. Like yeah. <laughs> games are games. You're just kind of going. You're literally going game by game, and it, you're not really thinking about what day it is. I guess. Yeah, football season is so structured. I mean, we got the Tuesday press conference. You do this on this day, and you know, you just kind of work your way through yeah. the week, and then it's Saturday, and you kind of start over the next day. It's that's easy, but yeah, this is this is very strange. I admit it. I admit it because we don't even have good structure on anything going on right now. It's just very odd. Also from Eric Black DV, he's got a couple more questions here. Uh, what are the top two or three things you miss experiencing the most during this coronavirus time frame? Probably just the social aspect of being in a restaurant or bar. And even though they're getting back to business here in Manhattan, that, that won't include me for a little while until we know more. We have more data about how this opening up is going to handle if the, the virus is out there. That's probably my number one thing. But um, in general, I miss just leaving the house i tweeted on uh, wednesday night and i was partly joking but it's really not that far off my dogs went to the groomers thank god on wednesday <laughs> they were at the groomer for four hours and i have maybe been off my property in the last two and a half months a total of four hours maybe a little bit more because we ran over to topeka one day to do something but for the most part when i go go out uh, I'm out and back. So it's kind of weird. It's all weird. I, I feel like a prisoner on a very small island at times. I miss being able to go places. Oddly yeah. enough, I hadn't, or like when I say go places, <laughs> that was kind of vague. I realized that meaning like driving, like going to Kansas city or whatever. Oddly enough, the last time I filled up my tank was after we came back from the big 12 tournament from Kansas city. And I didn't fill it up until a couple weeks ago. My brother actually caught, COVID-19. So I went and took him some groceries and some supplies to him in Kansas City. And I was like, I, I was just on the road for like four hours and I got, I stopped at Zaxby's and got some food. But like, that was like the most free I felt in like forever, just on the highway, like you're, you're by yourself, mm -hmm. but just going somewhere and doing something that isn't just sitting at home in your basement, scheduling tweets and Facebook posts for the next day. How is your brother doing? That's, I think he's doing all right. I haven't talked to him uh, for a week or so. Um, but essentially what happened was uh, he works he works at the airport in Kansas City for an airline there. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? You ever hang around a gymnasium? You like movies about gladiators. And came back from work. He was working overnights, came back, and he uh, wasn't feeling great. And then he, I think he took a, a survey online just, you know, for just to see with, I think, the health department there. And he called them, and they said, yeah, why not? We'll just go ahead and test you just to see. Because at that point, they had plenty of tests. And sure enough, came back positive. So he was locked down for a couple of weeks. But he's not allowed to leave, essentially, until he gets – two negative tests within or two negative tests back between 
with at least 24 hours between the tests. Hmm. So I think he's done that, and he's just waiting on those results to come back so he can get to work. But it's been like three weeks since he he first tested. Dang. Did he uh, lose his sense of smell or taste or anything? It might have been a little bit of that. Um, I think he said the the headache. He, like he got a headache, and that was like his biggest symptom. Just like a, a never ending headache oh, was cool. what what he was feeling. I have that. Um, Maybe I had it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I yeah I think it was just kind of some aches and pains like that, but didn't go to the hospital. He was pretty much fine like it it'll treat a young person but um i think he's happy that he's able to or he's finally going to be able to go back to work and leave his apartment but since he lives in wyandotte county he has no clue how he caught it with with it being so widespread in the community but was he just hanging out uh at nursery homes uh is i he, don't think he was hanging out at nursery homes is he is, is he uh dating a lady at a nursing home I hope not. Okay. Well, there's one. That's <laughs> if, a, if he is, it's a very well kept secret. That's a theory. That's a theory I'm hearing out there uh, that he's dating someone in a nursing home. Wow, that's the biggest scoop you've had in a year, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I guess you do have uh, some connections in the industry there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's the talk of the industry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Last one from Eric Black TV on this podcast did you watch the tiger woods phil mickelson tom brady paid manning golf match this past sunday and what did you think of it and he says it was really nice to have some kind of live sports back zach did you i did watch it and i will say that i didn't enjoy it as much as i thought i would i thought the first match was a lot better and even that was it's still golf on tv and granted they're in carts so it's going quicker like it's not like you know, since they're the only players, you know, you can't cut away, but they are in cars. They're able to to go. You know, the people in the studio are talking to them. They're mic'd up. Like, it was it was entertaining. It was, it was, and it was really pretty good golf uh, for, you know, for a couple football players playing with two all-time greats. Um, but I think the rain kind of dampened it. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say it was boring, but you could – just the cloudiness, you could feel just, it was kind of grim, and it just didn't feel exciting. I think that that kind of played with my emotions a bit. But I enjoyed the first match better, but I think that going forward, I think these will be pretty good because Tom and Peyton are pretty good trash talkers. That interests me 0%. I don't even know when it took place. Who won? Tiger and Peyton. Well, Tom and Phil actually almost came back at the end. And Tom had a nice shot where he, I don't know how far out he was, but he pulled it. It's an amazing shot. He like back, he put backspin on the ball and backed it in the hole. It was great. Wow. So, and I think that there was, there was a part three on the back nine where, uh, Tom and Peyton, I think were the two closest to the pin and Phil and Tiger were farther away and Tiger was way, way far away from the pin. So it was, it was funny seeing that. I think they should but, do that with Michael Jordan and have him actually openly gamble during the broadcast. <laughs> it, it would be it would be fun. Um, I think once PGA comes back, though, when it's full golf and they're down in Texas or wherever they're going to play those first few tournaments, I think that that will be a lot more interesting because there's more stuff on the line than just some money for charity. 
Um, Gills, did so, yeah. this interest you at all? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I had no idea it was even a thing until when it happened. <laughs> nah, maybe I just play more golf and pay more attention to golf, I guess. I don't know. Do you guys watch NASCAR? Mm-hmm. I haven't, no. I watched the first one when they played, or played, when they raced at Darlington, but, like, you guys know I'm into Formula One, and NASCAR just doesn't get it get it done for me. I just, I can't take it. I can't take, you know, I would love to go to a race at Kansas Speedway, you know, NASCAR race there. I still have never done that in the 20 years it's been around, but, um, man, I just... 400 miles, 200 laps of just going in a circle with not as much strategy and as, as Formula One. I just I like how short Formula One races are and just how easy it is to comprehend, I guess, even though it's a little more technically complicated than NASCAR. It's just NASCAR, anything could happen, and it's, it's annoying to me, I guess. Zach, what is your least favorite of these three things? A triangle, a rectangle, or an oval? Hmm. That's a big question. You, you think about it. I don't know. I want to say oval based on the, the race thing, but I feel like if you're trying to make all those three things tracks, I think the rectangle would be the worst. I, I think I think it'd be entertaining if we did a race with hard left turns. Like, you know, like a stoplight. Like... You got to hit the stoplight or you got to stop. Uh, there we go. I just improved NASCAR. You're welcome, Rednecks. <laughs> I know it's not a sport, but I don't know if you guys are familiar with what the cannonball run is, but these guys, they'll soup up. It was a great movie. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's based on the movie, um, but they'll soup up cars, um, usually like a Mercedes or an Audi or, you know, some German car. Um, they'll put gas tanks in the trunk and they'll go from new york to california and the record during this whole pandemic since there's less people on the roads the record the cross-country record has been broken like five times in seven weeks Mm. it's crazy and then there's there's a whole bunch of purists that are saying well there's no traffic like those shouldn't count and it's like well you don't get a pick I don't know. That's... Pick what counts and what doesn't. I think that that absolutely counts. Does... If you get, you take advantage of, of situations like this. Does this encourage speeding? The cannonball run. I mean, technically, yes. You'd have to. I think you have to average like a hundred, fifteen, hundred twenty miles an hour, like average. How's that possible? <laughs> Man, uh, it's called I forty through Oklahoma, and the Panhandle of Texas. In this New Mexico. is exactly the kind of stuff that went wrong every week in Hazard County. And the Duke brothers had to deal with it. And then that Smokey and the Bandit, and it, that was drama. That was 1970s movie drama. Lots of drama. The man trying to hold back the lead-footed hero. Okay, that was my rant. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Next question is from Fullis Nelson. Is there a bar or a restaurant in Manhattan, past or present, that while in college you thought had excellent food only to discover (laughs) after returning a few years later that you didn't know what the hell you were thinking? And Fullis Nelson's uh, is the taco bar at Rusty's or what was the taco bar at Rusty's? I, I don't remember eating that often in Aggieville in college. I, I think I did. It had to be kites cause that's where we went to when I was in college. Um, but where else would I have eaten? I remember eating at a uh, great bar called the, the dark horse. They're pretty good food actually. So now I, I don't know. I, I think I kind of understood in college that it sucked. I mean, I'm, I was, uh, I was eating ramen, not because I was broke, but because then I had more money to drink with. Those are the kind of sacrifices that a real man <laughs> is willing to make for the best of his family. And in case it, this case, the family was me and my liver. So yeah, I, I, I was skinny back then, and I, I actually didn't eat that much. You know what? I'd probably answer Sorling Stockade because we would do that once in a while. And then, like, when Becky and I first moved back here, we went out to eat there, like, once and we're like, this is awful. What is this? And then they went out of business. That's actually a pretty pretty good answer because there became a point. That used to be our, like, Sunday after church meal. Like, we'd rotate, you know, places we'd go to, but um, that was a pretty standard. We'd go there after church as a family. And I remember after a while, we were like, this kind of, this isn't very good. Like, we should probably go somewhere else. Um, but every once in a while, we'd usually go like once a year just to remind ourselves why we don't go there. It's just kind of one of those like joke things. You're like, all right, we got to remind ourselves why we don't eat it, you know. <laughs> Gills, you ever been to Pizza Ranch? Oh, yeah. That's actually a pretty big joke in our, our little friend group we have, yeah. Is it do you good? like Pizza Ranch or do you not like Pizza Ranch? I don't like it. I think it's very overrated. That's just my opinion. You oh guys boy, like it? that's we're oh not going to be able to go there. We go to lunch. I know. <laughs> Am I fired? No, because I'm unsure how I feel about it. It's one of those things that when the day's right, I'll go there because sometimes you just want to fill yourself up with weird varieties of pizza and fried chicken. Who opened Pizza Ranch and said? You know what we need to make this pizza place better? Fried chicken. Was that like, <laughs> was that just a meeting of everyone or did the owner just come up with this and everyone said, well, that's stupid. People claim their fried chicken's better than their pizza. They looked at Chick-fil-A and said, we can do that, but in a buffet, but we can't cheat. We got to add pizza and let's make it a pizza restaurant. That's ah. what they decided. Are there actual ranches for pizza? I mean... Like the free range ones that just kind of are out there wandering around and eating. <laughs> I don't know how pizzas are on a ranch. Is I mean, there a planet would, for pizzas? Oh, good point. How would you lasso you know? a pizza? You'd have to get it perfect. Perfect to lasso a pizza. <laughs> I don't understand the whole concept. Well, if it was a papadilla from Papa John's, would it still be a pizza? No. But you could lasso it. It'd be trash is what it'd be. Have you Thank tried you. One? It was like four bucks. I tried one, and I'm like, hey, golly, I should go to my closet and eat a Skecher. 
about the same price and better taste. <laughs> I appreciate that, Fitz. Oh, man. That would never happen with Pizza Hut, right? No. I'm mad at Pizza Hut because they stopped doing salads during the pandemic. I didn't know we ever had salads. Pizza Hut has the worst salad. You go to that buffet and you pull out salad, it's just whole heads of lettuce. Don't tell me otherwise. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm, they they do like a buffalo chicken salad that makes my wife happy. Guys, when you get married someday, even if it's something that you don't think is particularly good, if your wife's happy, your day's better. Period. He's absolutely right. Even if it's a salad from pizza that's just a full head of lettuce. Yes. <laughs> That'd be so funny. What's your what's your do you do like a chop salad? A wedge salad? No, we take it to the next level. We don't give you a wedge of salad. We give you it's a salad head. It's just a big ball of salad. And then you can cut it up. Thirty nine ninety five. The, the, there's a Family Guy sketch where they they cut away to a pizza place and they're talking about how to make a salad, and it, it's exactly what a pizza salad is. It's absolutely hilarious. Okay, four pizzas and a salad. Salad? How do you make a salad? First, you throw in the whole head of lettuce. Even the hard-to-eat white part at the bottom? That's what the people want. Now, what else? I got a can of whole black olives. Should I slice them up? What are you, crazy? No, you keep them whole. You're going to want to know you've got an olive in your mouth. What about this tomato? Cut it into thirds. It should be big enough to pretend you've got red teeth. How about this carrot? Should I cut it up? Yes, but very thin lengthwise. The whole length of the carrot. One thin slice. Moving on. From... Wagcat, what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Huh. I went as a I went as a girl for Halloween. I think the last time I went trick or treat, oh. like in middle school, huh. put on a Gross. dress, that, that, put some balloons in my chest, and I was a girl. Had a wig. I was kind of passable too. Did you uh, Did you <laughs> feel comfortable? Um, it was dark outside, so not very many people knew that I was a girl. But I got so much candy. We hit up so many houses. Was it that was probably my biggest haul I've ever had of candy. Do you think it was because of the balloons? It might have been because of the balloons. <laughs> uh -huh. Little 13-year-old me uh -huh. with big old cans. Did you swing by the Epstein household and get some candy? Uh, I didn't know that he had a residence in Manhattan. I'm watching that documentary, by the way, and it is so creepy. It's uh, Yeah. We just started last night. You proud of me, Zach? I'm watching something. Wow, good for you. I haven't even been on Netflix in like two weeks. I watched uh, Waco. I watched Waco, and I was just like, you know, I'm kind of tired of watching Netflix. <laughs> so I just I haven't done anything. I need to I need to watch. I'm well short of my goal here. If I binge Shit's Creek before hey, the end of May, hey, am I going to have to bleep that out? Are you, I don't think you'll have to bleep that out. Because they put a C in there? It's S-C-H? I did put the C in there. Okay. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, most embarrassed worn. I don't, I don't know. Cargo shorts for me, probably. <laughs> like in high school, me wearing cargo shorts. What's this thing? What's the problem with cargo shorts? If you want to hold stuff, you've got pockets for it. I don't understand what the problem with cargo shorts is. It's, like, you know, Why would you trust someone that needs that many pockets? What could they possibly be carrying <laughs> if they have that many pockets on their pants? And more than half the time, they're empty. Possibly they have a delicious salad in one side pocket. <laughs> salad head. Yeah. Who I mean, knows? one of my friends, it was a rush party for our fraternity, and he was wearing cargo shorts. 
and then they ended up burning them in a fire because they were not acceptable. Oh, they, so I'm with Zach. Nice. Uh, I, I should have been in. I should have been in a frat because I would have fit right in. No cargo shorts. I have uh, like a gym shorts. Like they're really long. They're weird. They're like uh, sweats that are shorts. You know, they they've got everything except the lower legs to be a sweat pant, and they kind of come to your knee and they're too long and and they have pockets on the side, so they're like cargo gym shorts. They're incredibly comfortable, um, but I do feel a little self conscious every time I'm in public in them because they're kind of weird. There. So, so I think I have an answer for you. Go. I think it was the time where I left the office one night, and then I came back the next day, and you were still wearing the same thing, and you hadn't left. <laughs> yeah, that happened a lot. Sleep on the couch and wake mm-hmm. up and work. But it was like it was like 24 hours later. Like it wasn't just like you know me leaving at nine at night and coming in at eight in the morning. It was like a good reasonable chunk of time that someone could have gone home. <laughs> Long ways. I live on the other side of Manhattan and Manhattan's a big town. A whole seven and a half minutes. Oh man. When I was little guys, I hate to admit this, but I was wearing a KU jersey. There's a picture of it. <laughs> so Oh no. Fired, right? We're gonna have to bleep yeah. we're gonna have to bleep that out. We can't let anybody know. <laughs> Please don't expose me. You're a monster from Fullis Nelson is owning a Traeger like being in a cult how many Traeger owners do also do CrossFit and if you're attending a barbecue must you constantly talk about the Traeger or is casual conversation and sports talk allowed Fitz, I believe this is a a targeted question at yeah. you yeah well I would hope so I would uh, like to point out that right now as we record this I am not well, I guess I own the Traeger. I just don't have it yet. So there. Uh, I don't know. I think it might be, though. But let's not ever try to confuse Traeger with CrossFit. I clearly break that demographic. They don't overlap. I won't be talking about CrossFit. I talk about uh, my injuries. So that's kind of like CrossFit. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to my Traeger, and and I found out just about two hours before we started recording this that my Traeger will arrive, be delivered to my house, fully assembled, on Monday, which happens to be my birthday. See how beautiful Woo-hoo. that is? Hooray! Very nice. I know. Huh? What a birthday gift to yourself. I know. That's exactly what it was meant to be, and it is arriving on my birthday, which, by the way, will be my 32nd birthday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, it'll be my 32nd one I've had since I was 24. Yep. <laughs> 32 is pretty young to have prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a quick learner. I really, yeah, I got on it. So it's coming fully assembled, though. Yeah, How does that I work? I uh, oh, I got it through. Did you know, which makes no sense from their name, that the Manhattan Appliance and Sleep Source is a platinum dealer of Traeger grills? I think you told me that once. And they have every wood chip, every rub and sauce that Traeger is affiliated with available at. A store that sells washers, dryers, refrigerators, and beds. So that's just kind of odd. 
But uh, I called him up in the pandemic. And Pantemic, which is my new nickname, that's going to be my rapper name. Oh, my name. gosh. Hello. That's my rapper name now. Uh, it, I said, hey, how much does it cost to order this model of the, your Traeger fully assembled? And you'll haul off my old one that is a piece of crap. And he gave me a price. Basically, it was the price. Like, they're not really charging me too much for anything else. And I get a free bag and a free cover. And a handshake, but I, I told him I don't want that. Yeah, not right now. Not right now. I will get back to everyone. When I feel elite and uh, like I'm better at grilling than anyone else, I will report back that everyone sucks except Traeger owners. <laughs> From Bibi, if you are to grow, are you a mustache guy or a beard guy? And do you miss Scotty Hazleton's beard? I do. Yeah, I miss it. I do. I mean, it was it was an opportunity to solve the housing crisis in Manhattan because that people live in there like a forest. I'm uh I'm noncommittal between mustache and beard, so I I grow the goatee. Um, well, I can't really grow a beard; it just doesn't ever fill in. And uh, I I don't. I'm not the standalone mustache doesn't work. It just doesn't work, and I would look horrible in it. Nobody would want that. Gills, do you, I, Gills, do you shave? I do. You know, there's people that can't grow facial hair, and I'm one of them. So I just accept it, so I don't even try. Oh, that's good. Sometimes I will be lazy and grow out a quote-unquote so-called beard, um, and then I'll shave it into a joke mustache for a day or two. Before shaving it. Oh, I remember that. That was awesome. Notices. That was awesome when you did that. You look like a 1970s lifeguard when you did that. Hey, it happens. I know. Was that the? Was, are you talking about the one where I went all the way down and uh, then the, to the all the way to the yeah. the neck? Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Uh, uh, yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> one. So yeah, I'll do that as a joke, but it doesn't look amazing. It's kind of gross. Anyway, moving on to the last question of the podcast from King Jim 77. Let's say, and he lists off a whole bunch of states here, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Montana, and Texas, and Idaho. I'm a little confused there. He skips Oklahoma. Oklahoma's out. I know. I read that, and I'm like, poor Oklahoma. And then... They also band together with a couple of the Plains Canadian provinces. So I think that's like Manitoba and Saskatchewan, I believe, would be the two north of those. I don't think you get into Alberta or I think there's one more in there. I don't know. Anyway, they they all combine and, and form one country. So who would collapse first, the country, that country, or the rest of the United States? Well, see, if we broke the United States in half, I think we'd end up with three countries. You have the West and the East. So if those countries, if those states and provinces banded together to make their own country, I think that you might even split Canada into right. two other countries. So I don't really know. I don't think that that country would collapse first. I think it would be very strong because you'd have Texas – like, Texas would rather just be their own country. Right. So if, if you can get Texas to come and be a part of your uh, expansion conference here, uh, that's a big move. 
but, because Texas would rather split and and do their own thing. But you'd probably have to call the country Texas. You know, I think that that's <laughs> probably they'd probably be okay with that. I yeah. think that I think that's probably fine. Yeah, because I was trying to think of a name. Would would we be like Mid America, and sound like a bad uh, small college conference? Or would we go with like maybe a bigger scope and just be Middle Earth and really get get to the whole? Wasn't that uh, Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think probably I probably Texas or New Texas. Um, or Super Texas. Super Texas. That seems very Texas. Super Texas. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Texas Grande. <laughs> Texas and, Bell Grande. And and what they would do then is as we go straight up into Canada, they wouldn't take all of it, but they would leave a north-south panhandle going up towards the Arctic Circle. So it still had that signature look of Texas. Like it would just be a long, skinny version of what we know now as Texas. Yeah. I'd like that. But I think that Grande, at Texas. least with – if you look at the geographics, I guess, all food supply would come from all of the states that would be part of this new state. So you'd, yeah. you'd be able to trade yeah. with any other country in the world. Like, you would have it made. Well, and plus, Texas, the Dakotas, and Canada for oil. Yeah. You'd probably have to add in Oklahoma. Maybe he just forgot it. I think he did. I, th I think he yeah. just skipped over. I mean, because who, who among us hasn't forgotten Oklahoma exists? I mean, we've all done it. Like we drive south out of Kansas. We're like, oh, I love Texas. And we totally forget Oklahoma. Oklahoma so forgettable. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you put the capital of this new country? Uh, Austin. I'm serious. They, they would have to have their way. If you want Texas to be in your conference, as we've all learned, or your country in this case, they got to get their way. And I would go Dallas. If if that's if that's the play there to keep Texas happy, I would put it in Dallas or Fort Worth because it gets closer to the rest of the country versus Austin, which might as well be San Antonio, which might as well be Mexico. Or or do you want to uh, put it in Omaha to appease Nebraska because they have a history of leaving affiliations with Texas? <laughs> Just give them the capital in Omaha. So now we have this amazing country in the middle of America. Um, yes. Texas Grande, which I think we'd probably, instead of stars, have little burritos on our flag. Sounds good. But anyhow, I'm I'm all in on that. I'm ready to I'm ready to leave America, but not actually leave. Would the country's flag be the seventh flag over Texas? Oh, my God. There's a lot of questions Man. that need answers with this new country. Gills, do, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean... Okay. Uh, no. Okay. I did, I did geography lesson of Canada, too. You did? Zach was naming off all these countries or provinces, whatever. <laughs> countries, provinces, whatever. <laughs> It's a country made up of other countries. I don't know what Canada is. All I know is it's cold and they like bacon and Zach won't visit because of it.
You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.